A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. I sent you a ring light. Why is oh. your ring light not on? Can you stop sending ring lights to me? I've, li- I've only sent two. Yeah, <laughs> I've sent two ring lights to you. One of them was like a big professional ring light. And this one is like a miniature ring light because I know you were having some issues with putting the other one on all the time. Now I have two bits of crap. I'd rather just have the one big. Yeah, but that one's too big. And you don't put it in the right place. You don't put it in front of your face. You put it to the side of your face, which okay, is not so what you're meant to do with a ring light. If that's too big, what am I what am I now supposed to do with it? And I agree that it's very big. You collapse it down and put it in a bag and you use the new one that I've sent you, which is literally the size of an iPad. So the one that's now collapsed in a bag, what's now happening with that? When RuPaul's Drag Race UK season three starts, we'll need to get that ring light back out so that we can do sachet non-gay. Is it making you feel uncomfortable? Because there are plenty of straight people on the internet that use ring lights. There's a lot of non-gay. It's not a gay thing. Like no, everyone has a ring light. It, it really isn't that. It really isn't that. I was using the other one. Yeah, but the other one was too big and you were getting stressed by it and you were hardly using it. You were getting annoyed because it was like filling up your... What? Where are you in a spare... You're in the hallway, aren't you? Yeah. Who records a podcast in a bloody hallway, by the way? Well, because it's the only place <laughs> I can do it. The only other room I could... I can't do it in the lounge, it's too big and that's incredibly echoey. I can't do it in my bedroom because there's no space and I can't do it in the in the other room that I've got because it's full of crap, such as ring lights. <gasps> Rude. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. I do actually get stressed out by physical things arriving through the, the post box. I do feel like it's like an intrusion. It's like, oh God, here's something else that I've got to deal with. Do you know what I mean? Even oh if God. it's something that I've actually bought. You would not do well with glory holes. Why? Because people's dicks just keep going through them. Well, yeah, of course. What? <laughs> I don't really like the idea of them, no, for me personally. Why is it that you don't like the idea of a, <laughs> of a glory hole? Well, just because I don't like the idea that you don't know who is. But the other day you were advocating that when you said you could just be a bottom and and not look at the person. I wasn't advocating it for myself. I was suggesting for you. Oh, okay. I see. Wow. You're such a good friend. (laughs) Welcome to a gay and a (laughs) non-gay. I'm James Barr. I'm gay. And he's Dan Hudson. He's non-gay. Dan and I have hosted a few panels in the last couple of months over Pride. And Dan has regularly said that he is not an ally. Or no, that's not correct, actually, Dan. Do you want to say what it is you said so I don't misquote you? I'm sure we've talked about it on this podcast before, so I apologise. Yeah, but we're just rounding it up now. Um, I don't necessarily see myself as one. I don't really think I am one. I'd be horrified if anybody thought I was the opposite of one that I was homophobic or transphobic or anything. I find it in quite bad taste when people go around declaring themselves to be things. Yeah, but you aren't saying that point. You're saying, so that's what we've discussed before. And I I kind of understood your point. Like you shouldn't go around calling yourself an ally. Maybe that's wrong. I do understand why you think that. But what you're saying now is that you don't think you are an ally. That's sort of the same thing. It's really not. And, and listen, I'm going to I'm gonna get people having a go at me here for sort of coming for you. But as your friend, like, I'm actually upset by that. I've been upset with it by it for like a month. So I need to let it out. But if you're not an ally, like, why are you here? Have you, have you thought about that? And have you thought about how it makes me feel to hear you say that you're not an ally when I thought you were my ally? Well, have you thought about that? Because that's really upsetting, Dan. Like, yeah. I do a podcast with you. I share loads of information with you. And I consider you to be an ally to our community. And then you turn around and say you're not an ally. Like, what? Well, you, How hurtful is that? I don't know. You'd be more hurt 
that if I was to go around going, let's oh my not God, do I'm... what aboutism here. Let's not go, <clears throat> I, you'd be more hurt. I'm well, telling the... you I am hurt, so let's deal with that rather than well, it, focusing on something else. It's not what about it, because there's only two options. Either I go around saying I'm an ally or, or I don't. It's how you <clears throat> feel that I'm talking about here. I'm not saying I need you to walk around saying, I'm an ally, look at me, aren't I great? I'm asking you if you are an ally. Well, I don't, if you I, don't feel like you're an ally, what are you going to do about that? That's well, no, I'm trying my best to be one, but I don't know. Ah, I've absolutely no idea whether that makes me one or not. I would suspect probably not. I, I, honestly, that upsets you. That is upsetting as well, but I can't. That's how I feel. No, but I mean, I might cry. <laughs> do you not understand how important that is, though? That distinction between saying I'm not an ally to I'm trying my best to be an ally. They're, they're completely different things. And, and hearing you say I'm trying my best to be an ally, that's made me like have goosebumps. And the other thing you said, where you're saying constantly you're not one, is, is giving me heartbreak. You're in a position of responsibility because of this podcast, because of our listeners, and because of the platform that you're on with me. And so to turn around and say you're not an ally makes no sense. And I've asked a few friends about this because ally friends, but we were talking about it. And actually my friend was like, yeah, you know what I do? I will call myself an ally because it's actually important to, to, to tell people that they're safe in my company. And that's, I think, I think you're missing that. In my opinion, and that's my opinion, you can only go around saying that you're X, Y, Z if you're not, if, if, it's an, if it's like an actual selfless act. But I think saying I'm an ally is a selfless act because you're standing in the front line with a gay person or an LGBTQ plus person and you're sat there and you're saying, come for me, bitches. Yeah, but I'm not saying I don't do that. Those no, actions, I know, but by saying... It's just, it's, just the, it's just the phrasing of it that I'm not uh, 100% comfortable with calling myself... But I think you need to get comfortable with it. I'd like you to get comfortable <laughs> okay. with it. Well. And I tell you why, not because I want to make you uncomfortable, but because actually that's what being an ally is. It's about being uncomfortable, stepping out of your privilege and stepping into someone's pain. So that is going to be an uncomfortable experience. And I'm not saying you have to walk around being like, I'm an ally. But what I am saying is that you sure as hell shouldn't be saying you're not one. I, yeah, but I can say I don't really feel like I'm one, like I do. <laughs> no, like I can, you... no, but I can, I can, that's how I feel. So that, Well, that's... okay, so maybe quantify it. Don't ask me the question then. And we can just, I like... didn't ask you the question. You've been asked it, like, how do I be an ally? And your response has been, I'm not sure I am one. <laughs> and so as beautiful and humble as that is, I don't think that's helpful to the community. So what I'm saying is from now on, maybe the response, and this is like a live coaching session, I guess the response should be from like listening to you. Are you saying I try every day to be a better ally? I guess so. And I think that's what being an ally is. I don't know. I'm not, I can't, I guess I can't help you with that, but you can't say you're not one because you are. Okay. Well, I... or at least I think you are. And if you're not, then what the hell as again, again, like what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> okay. Well, if you say that I'm one, then that's, that's brilliant. It's a really interesting conversation and it's so important. What I've understood actually is that it's not, the action of being an ally you're uncomfortable with it's the word that you're uncomfortable with yeah but that that's always been yeah but not... i didn't understand that because you sometimes you i don't think you make things make sense to me so i'm i'm figuring that out as we're chatting i think you should identify as an ally you don't have to wander around wearing like a superman t-shirt and a big flag saying i'm an ally but i think you should definitely if someone was in pain i think it would be really important for you to walk up to them and say hey i'm an ally are you okay because it makes me and other LGBTQ plus people feel safe. It's really important. It's why straight venues have rainbow flags on their front doors. It's yeah, why people that, wear pronouns. It's because they're saying to the community, 
I'm an ally, you're safe here. And yeah. so that's why it's important that you self-identify as that in the right scenario. Right. I don't disagree with any of the, the actions there. Other Great. than... Thanks for listening. I do, <laughs> yeah, but I do actually say quite... There's no way I would go up to somebody and say, hi, I am an ally in pain, like you said, and immediately make it about myself. That doesn't seem I don't right. I if it does. I th- it, honestly, to me, that would not be someone making it about them. If I just experienced homophobia and I was sad and a straight person came over and said, hey... Like, I'm an ally. Are you okay? Let me step in here. I'd be like, thank you. I might, I would probably, and I have sort of done this. I'd say, I'm honestly, I'm not a dickhead. Well, I mean, just say you're an ally rather than saying what you're not. But it's like a catch all term, isn't it? I don't know. It's just, it's just important that okay. you understand where I'm coming from and think about no, it. No, I do. Just have a think about it. I do. Just have a think about it. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> And just, you know, and just like that, I'll try and be an ally more to your metal. I'm trying, actually. You just hate me trying. Well, you endlessly bring up this Snowbushaw gig that you went to with your dad. Okay, yeah, all right, sorry. I, I think I'm just trying to be cool. <laughs> I'm trying to impress you. What's going to impress me about that? Well, I'm never going to mention it again now. Dan wants to talk about sourdough this week. Yes. I just saw this headline that, that made me laugh. Standard toasters could be toast unless they fit artisan breads. And um, basically the, the problem here is if you're an eater of, of more artisan bread, then you'll obviously know this. <laughs> it's very difficult to get in the toaster because it's not, you have to cut it yourself and therefore you have an issue with getting it in the toaster. Now I saw this headline and I thought this is exactly what happens to me to the effect where i I mean i literally don't use my toaster i think some gay people mostly those living in east london may also relate to the artisan bread issue in toasters and and yeah even if it's sliced it can be too thick to go inside a toaster is this what you're that's what you're saying yeah too thick too long too wide and therefore you have to unplug it obviously to be safe and then try and get it out via whatever means for example turning the toaster upside down, which creates all sorts of problems because there's always bits of bread stuck in the toaster already and that makes a bloody mess. Are we still here? Yeah. Dan, could you do me a favour and just say that again, but like really slow in like an ASMR vibe? If if you want, it's too wide, it's too long, and it's too thick for standard toasters. (laughs) Wow, I am so turned on. (laughs) How's everyone else doing? Um, one end. Can you do it again, but like a little slower and with more of a sort of daddy tone in your voice? No, no. So like more like it's too wide. Why? Why would I want to do that? Just, I just think it might be nice for the thirsty fans out there. Am I've I... never had this problem, by the way. I just want to put that out there. I've never had a problem with it being too thick or too wide or too long. I'm okay with all of those things. A gay and a non-gay. So what's the solution to this, Dan? Is it getting toasters with bigger holes, like a bigger sort of gaping kind of gap? Is that what we're looking for here? Like gaping toasters? Well, you can buy a bigger toaster, yeah, but I'm, I'm personally not going to shut out for a, a bigger toaster because I have a what's small kitchen. Well, what, I, what I've actually started doing is is putting it back in the oven, so like re-baking, re-baking it, which obviously won't give you yeah. toast, but I'm actually not that fussed about toast per se. You just want it warm. Okay, can you stop? I can't help it that I'm turned on by your love of sourdough toast being, and your, your issues with sourdough toast being too long and too thick. <laughs> by the way, I didn't tell you about the time... <laughs> 
had to get Saldo on a fishing rod. <laughs> so you know I have my Saldo suppliers. I had a new a new supplier the other day, so I had, I went to them. They were in Camden actually because of social distancing and whatnot. And this person lived in a flat, so instead of going through the ordeal of like leaving their flat, going down to the door and opening it, they gave me the Saldo out of the window with a fishing rod. <laughs> I need to see that. That's ridiculous. How did you not think to tell me that? <laughs> well, I, I just forgot because it's actually not. It's actually not that big a deal. Is anyone I thought about it? I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. I mean, I guess in the height of the pandemic, that was probably the least weird thing to happen. But that is still insane. They lowered a sourdough out of their what? What floor were they on? Uh, on the on the first floor. They lowered a sourdough out of a first floor window via a fishing rod. Yeah. I thought it was quite clever actually because it meant I didn't go into the house and give them COVID potentially and vice versa. So actually, I thought it was quite sensible actually. That is some dumb shit. Thank God for the vaccine. I have a load of crap to get rid of as well. And I'm, it actually has made me think that I could do it that way. What? So you're going to buy a fishing rod and then hoist our ring light out of the window? <laughs> well, no, that's too bloody big that is. Uh. Thanks for listening, babes. Do the admin and support gay and non-gay. Visit gaynongay.com slash donate. Sourdough slices can be up to eight inches wide. People have found that they can be too wide, too long and too thick.